0: Hello, everybody. Give everybody a few minutes to sign in. I will be right back. All right, sorry about that, guys. I am back. Okay, leave me a comment um, below if you guys are watching this live, just so I know who's with me because I've got you guys on Facebook, so it's hard for me to know who's watching. So leave me a comment below so that I know uh, who's with us today so I have a good idea of um, who our audience is. Perfect. Good, and I've got a couple of screens up here. If you guys are wondering what I'm looking at. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. There we go. I can see the chat. Awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Good. It's going to be a pretty jam-packed session for you guys. So hope you're ready for it. Good. A couple more minutes. And if you guys have a listing right now, I'm really curious to know um, who has a current listing right now. And uh, hopefully maybe we can give you guys some questions. If you guys have any questions at the end of the session um, about a specific property and maybe you guys are struggling uh, with marketing it, or you don't know what strategies to go with, maybe you guys can pick my brain a little bit at the end there. Um, but um, I hope hopefully you guys can get a little bit of an idea of what's happening. Good. Chad's at the gym. Good. Good morning, good morning. Okay, awesome, let's get started. Um, Well, I'm sure we'll get a few more people popping in uh, in and out, but let's get started now and um, let's see where we end up with this. So I am going to pop up my screen soon, but um, if you're tuning in right now and you have no idea what we're talking about today, um, I'm gonna be going over uh, focus number five. Let's get that on the screen for us today. Okay, so we are going to be going over focus number five, sorry. I'm going to move this. Perfect. Okay, so I can see it on the screen. Let me know if you can't see it or you can't hear it. Perfect. Okay, so... Hello, everybody. Welcome to another session of Systems for Success. My name is Caitlin Fulton, and I am with Century 21 Percy Fulton. And I'm excited to share with you guys focus number five, which is so you got a listing. Now what? So if you haven't been tuning in, maybe you're a brand new agent or you haven't listened to any of our sessions in the past, um, we are very very focused on helping you guys create systems for your business, which is really the foundation of everything that you guys do. So focus number one, um, we talked all about how to grow a database, how to get it started, how to add clients to it, coming up with a communication plan to stay in touch with your sphere of influence, your past clients, and really building a strong foundation for your business, which is hopefully ultimately your database will become your retirement plan, whether you want to sell your book a business down the road, or maybe you want to build a referral business when you're drinking mojitos in Florida. So whatever your decision is for there, if you haven't checked them out, uh, head back on to uh, focus number one. Focus number two, we talked all about prospecting and lead generation. So how to find business from people that you don't know. So if you haven't tuned into that session and you want to learn a little bit more about prospecting and different ideas to finding clients, you may want to head back on to focus number two. Focus number three was all about, so you got a buyer client, now what? So somebody called you, they're interested in purchasing a property, and you want to go through the stages of pre-qualifying them all the way to booking showings, how to show a property, how to put in an offer, how to negotiate an offer. That was focus number three. Focus number four, which we did last month, was all about the listing presentation. So somebody called you, they were interested in learning a little bit more about what their home was worth. So they invited you over for a listing presentation. So we went all over what the listing presentation will look like, what to say, what to present, and different tidbits on that. So today we are going to be doing, so you got hired from that listing presentation. You got the listing. Now what do you do to get that home on the market? How to prepare it, how to market it, and price it, all that good stuff. So that's our main focus for today. Um, As always, I will give you guys this booklet at the end of the session, as well as the recording of the session. So sit back, relax, uh, try to take in as much as you can, uh, write down some notes and then we'll give you this book. So hopefully at the end of this, you guys can print this book up anytime you guys have a new listing coming soon um, and you just forget what steps to do or you just wanna keep everything organized, print this book up, use my steps or you guys can customize this however you guys want. So there's no real right way to do this, this is the simple way, this is a very effective way, but if you guys got some other tweaks that you guys like to do with your listings, feel free to add those in. Uh, if you have any comments, feel free to leave them in the chat there. I will try to get to them. I'll try to get to them during the presentation as well, but uh, definitely at the end, but leave me your questions as we go and um, let's get started. So again, we're gonna talk about the objective to uh, having listing systems, why it's important to have a listing system in your business, the technique and the step-by-step guide to selling a home, Uh, a listings checklist, basically to summarize everything we're going to go through. And at the end, we've got a little seller success map for all of our visual learners as well. So this is a 34 step process. Um, so hang in tight. So there's a lot of things that, um, a lot of the public doesn't see, our clients don't see, that goes into listing a property. Um, especially in the last two years, a lot of people just thought that people put up a for sale sign, the property sold and the agent did nothing. So by going through this book, you're really gonna learn there's a lot of things that go uh, into listing a property. So especially if you're brand new or you've never listed a property before, this is gonna give you a really good idea of what it is actually like um, and just the different steps that we're gonna go through. So. The objective to having these listing systems is to really help you guys build a step-by-step system for your listings, really to ensure that you sell your pro- your property for the highest price in the shortest period of time with the least amount of inconvenience for your seller clients. That is our ultimate goal. Okay. And why is having a system for your listing so important for your business? Well, you got a listing signed and the sellers have decided to work with you. What do you do next? So a lot of people either wing it every time, or the more successful uh, realtors will tell you that they have a pretty systemized way of what they do, which is a step-by-step thing every time they get a new listing. So you may have heard the term list to last. This is something that I heard in my first week in the, the real estate business. I went to a Mike Ferry conference and my father says it all the time, list to last. Didn't really make a lot of sense to me until you start working with buyers and you realize there's a lot more time that goes into working with buyers in terms of physical time, like getting out, and doing showings, uh, buyer visits, inspections, all of that, there's more time to it. By having listings, it's a little less uh, on the road time. Um, it's more organization skills. It's a, it, is, it takes a very skilled realtor to actually get a listing, so it doesn't require as much time, but it requires a lot more skills, whether it comes to negotiations, talking to people, marketing. It does take another skill, but the quicker you guys start focusing on listings, your business is really gonna thrive. And the reason why we say that is because by having listings, it's gonna allow you to have more control over your schedule. Uh, You gain credibility from your friends, your family, your clients, and the community. Uh, You get market share in your communities by having for sale signs. You have something to advertise and you're increasing your name recognition in the community. So in turn, by having listings, Hopefully you get more buyer leads that are contacting you through like realtor.ca or even just your own network contacting you, or you can also get more seller leads. So by having more for sale signs in the properties, the neighbors are going to start to see it and they're going to recognize your name. And then when it's time for them to sell, then you've got some something to promote there. So in the end, a listing will turn into more leads and into more sales and a lot more leverage on your flexibility and time. So listings is always really the goal for a lot of agents. Um, once they get to that certain point, um, this is where they want to focus. So there are a lot of things to consider when you are listing a home. So by having a step-by-step system is really going to allow you to be organized and know exactly what to do when you're putting a home on the market. So if you have an organized system, it's going to allow you to have multiple listings at the same time. So I know with buyers, you can only really work with a certain amount of buyers, um, in terms of time commitments. But when you have a listing, you can have five listings up at the same time. You can have 10 listings up at the same time. You can work with way more clients by having more listings. Um, so the earlier that you systemize this part of your business, the better, because if you're not organized and you're chaotic and you're crazy, you are not going to be able to maintain more than one listing at a time. So by having this step-by-step, you know exactly what's going to happen every time you have a listing. Mm-hmm. So there is a technique to this, Um, and this system that we're going to talk about today is going to provide you the recommended steps on how to prepare a home for the market, how to properly advertise that property, and how to leverage the listing to get more buyer and seller leads. So like I said, there are potentials to get leads in many different ways just by having that one listing. You should get one lead per listing, whether it's a buyer lead or a seller lead. Each listing that you get should result in a lead of some sort. Um, So in order to execute this technique, you're going to be required again to utilize an up-to-date listing and marketing strategy for the property that you are selling. Okay, let's get started. So we're going to talk first about the pre-market preparation. So what happens before the house actually gets on the market, which a lot of people do not see the behind the scenes of what actually goes into this. Um, Most of the time, your sellers Um, are not going to be ready to go live on the market right away when they talk to you. So they're going to have a lot of things that they need to do to prepare the home for the market. Um, We would call this again, the pre-market stage. So in our last focus that we talked about last month, we would have hopefully signed an exclusive listing agreement to give you permission to start working on and marketing the listing before you actually go live on MLS. So the reason I mentioned getting an exclusive listing signed, um, when you've got a when you've got a client that's ready to sell, but they're not ready to sell for even like a couple of weeks, a month from now, we wanna get you that exclusive listing agreement signed so that it gives you permission to start marketing it and start talking about it and secure that property for you. So these are the steps that you're gonna take while you're preparing the home for the market. So the boring stuff, you do need to get paperwork signed. So this is a list of all the paperwork that you need to get. Uh, there's again, the exclusive listing agreement, If you wanna get the MLS listing agreement signed at the same time you can, the MLS listing agreement is the one that you get signed when you're ready to go on on MLS. Exclusive is when you see like coming soon signs, um, all those, typically that agent has an exclusive listing, which means it's not going on MLS yet, but you've secured that listing for yourself. So MLS listing date won't actually be until the date that you go live. Um, The data sheet you need to get signed, agency explained, privacy explained, track forms, mortgage verification, which a lot of agents forget, but this is a required form that you need. Uh, the rental and lease terms. So if there's a rental furnace, AC, hot water tank, anything like that, you need to get that signed off on. And of course, a listing activity report, which is your showing instructions. So if you didn't know, um, we do have it on the Google Drive where you guys have access to a lot of these forms. So you're going to have the data form, which is where you fill out the measurements, all that good stuff. The listing agreement, you can see a bubble here says MLS and exclusive. You're gonna get the exclusive listing signed before you go on MLS. And I'm gonna explain a little bit more about that in a little bit too, for those that have never listened to my sessions. um, There's also a listing package here that has all of those other forms that you need to sign. And then a schedule uh, B, which is blank, which I will explain where you can use that too. But anytime you guys are looking for the forms, you can get them here or you can get them on Stratus or just email me and I will send it to you. Okay, so once you've got your paperwork done, step number 2 if you haven't already is to add that client to your database. So, if you haven't put them on your CRM or some sort of Excel sheet, then now is the time to do that. Um add them to a communication plan as well. So, you may want to get them on some sort of monthly newsletter from you, a market update. So, get them t- on some sort of communication plan right when it's in your brain that they're a new client. So, get that done. Another thing that you can do is send a thank you letter to the seller just saying, hey, thank you so much for hiring me. I'm looking forward to selling your property. Something really nice, um, handwritten letter, nice email, something that just stands out just saying, thanks so much, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, If it was a referral partner, somebody sent it to you as a referral, make sure that you're sending that person a thank you letter or some sort of acknowledgement as soon as they uh, send the referral. So we've talked about this a few times, Um, in the past, but again, send that thank you referral even before the deal closes, anything happens because you're rewarding the behavior of them even mentioning your name, whether it works out or not. So make sure you are sending a referral letter in hopes to get more down the road as well. Okay, step number three would be to order your coming soon sign. So only do this if you have an exclusive listing signed. Now we've seen it in some cases where there's a coming soon sign, and the agent did not have an exclusive listing agreement signed with that client. Now, what happened is they got the coming soon sign up, the neighbors um, saw it, they called the sellers and they had an interested buyer in that property. Um, They ended up doing a private deal with with the seller on the side, which took the agent out of it completely. Now, if that agent had had that exclusive listing signed, um, they would have been paid for it, they would have been part of the whole contract, they would have been in there. So, because they didn't have the exclusive listing signed, they had no contract, they had no business getting paid. So that this is why do not put in a coming soon sign up unless you have that exclusive listing agreement. So it's nice to see your face up there, it's nice to see it coming soon, but you have a risky situation where somebody could just be driving in the area, they could contact that seller directly, it could be a family member, it could be a neighbor be another agent. Um, So make sure you get that uh, agreement signed before you even order this. So the way that you guys are going to do this, uh, the front desk admin staff will do it for you. Uh, You just have to email fulton.frontdesk at century21.ca or call them, uh, order a sign installation. So what you're going to do is you're going to ask for a for sale sign uh, and a coming soon or an exclusive rider. Um, ensure that the MLS logo is also blocked off with tape. Uh, Typically the sign company does know to do this, but make sure that you also know that if you have a coming soon sign or it's an exclusive, you have to block off the MLS logo to show that it's not on MLS yet. You will take that off when when we do the just listed. So you may, you have a couple options. You can use the office for sale signs. Or you can use your personal sign. So totally up to you. We've got some really beautiful Sagittarius and Percy Fulton signs. If you want to get your name writer on the bottom of it, or you may order your personal sign and you can store it at the warehouse afterwards. So any future listings that you have, they already have your uh, your signs ready to go and they can grab those and go for you. Now, do keep in mind that when we do order it, we do also cover the cost for you guys up front. So we'll pay for it for you guys. And then when you guys get paid on closing, we just pull it off your expenses. So it is an added bonus to have the admin staff order it for you. I've heard of some of our agents hammering in their own posts, and you do not need to do that. Um, You don't even need to order your sold riders either. Um, This company will actually print and deliver a sold rider for you as well. It does come with a cost, I think, about anywhere from $20 to $40, but it could be worth it. so there's your coming soon sign Uh, this is a good chance for you to also start marketing the property um a lot of the time the sign company will even send you a photo once they put the coming soon so you can put that up on your social media platforms as well step number four okay book a staging consultation so you may choose to hire a stager to come in and do a walkthrough staging consultation with your clients uh, and give them a room by room analysis to prepare for staging. So totally up to you. Not everybody likes to hire a stager, but um, there are some benefits to doing this. So it can cost anywhere from 150 to $200 uh, for a staging consult. Typically the stager will cut that fee or they'll put it into the staging. If you decide to hire them to stage the property as well. I think it's a good idea whether you decide you want to stage the property or not. Maybe it doesn't need any staging, but this also works out for clients that have a a smelly house, a dirty house, or they've got some things that you don't want to be the bad guy. You want to be the good guy on their side. So you can hire a stager to come in. And they can be the bad guy and they can be like, oh, like the house smells a little bit like smoke. Um, We're going to need to do something about that. Maybe there's some certain pieces of furniture that are really bulky and may not go with photos. And instead of you telling the client, having that stager say, hey, like, let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of this. I think we need to do that. Then you're leaving it into the stagers um, hands to give them that type of um, awkward confrontation. So if you find that you don't like to confront people, but you know that certain things need to be done about the house, the paint colors, all of that, by having that extra eye and that outside third person, then they can um, give that advice for you. Um, So yeah, the staging consult's great. Um, It's also like our job is, we're not stagers. Like we've got a few people in here that have a great creative eye. Our job at the end of the day is to market the property and to find a buyer. And to negotiate. So if you don't have a design eye, having a stager is really good to have them come in and give some advice on the property as well. They know what goes with photos. They know what goes with the current buyers that are purchasing in that area. Um, And it takes away that time. It's a lot of time to stage your own properties when you're driving out to HomeSense or you're driving to Home Depot, you're grabbing stuff. Now you're becoming a mover and you're moving things. So it may save you some money if you do it yourself, but by hiring someone, it's going to save you a lot of time so that you can focus on getting some more business as well. Now, if you haven't already, while you're doing the staging consult, it's up to you. You can either go to the staging consult with the stager or you don't have to go at all and the stager will take care of it as well. But if you haven't measured the room, I would take this opportunity to measure the the rooms um, while you're there. I also recommend using it as a sales strategy when you are at the listing appointment to measure the rooms as you go to, but this is another opportunity to do that. Um, I realized not a lot of people know how to stage a property or sorry, to measure rooms. So I made a quick video. I'm going to show you guys it's on our Instagram page. Um, so let's see if I can play that for you guys. Invest in a laser measurement tool as opposed to a measuring tape, especially if you're already nervous about doing this for your first time. You're going to take the end of your measuring tool and you probably have a button on it, and you're just going to put it on the edge of the wall like this. See a red little laser on the other side of the wall, and you're going to click the button to get your measurement. Let's say that you have a room that has a hole in it. To start the measurement, Set it at the furthest wall. That way, you don't get in trouble for overestimating versus underestimating. L shape. What you're going to do is you're going to measure from this wall to this wall, and this wall to this wall. You're just going to state that it's irregular. Okay. So now let's imagine that you have an open concept living space. So what you're going to do is just draw some imaginary lines in your head of where you think those rooms would be, and then you're just going to measure from there to there for the kitchen, there to there for dining. it's always better to underestimate the room than overestimate how to measure. Okay, so that was a quick video that I made on measuring a room. So if you've never measured a room, just go back to that quick video. I would highly recommend investing in a laser measure versus a tape measure because sometimes it can be awkward to grab the tape measure and make like very, I don't know, it can get awkward. So if you've never measured a room, go invest into a laser measure and then you can measure the room that way. And then if you want to go back to our Instagram, watch that video, you can, I think it's also in the Facebook group. Okay. We're still in the pre-market prep. So now what I would do after the staging consultation and all of that, I would now create a plan of action or a sample timeline for your clients. So usually I would go based off of what the stagers uh, timeline is as well. So uh, once you have an idea of what needs to be done, Uh, send them this plan of action sample timeline to ensure that you guys are all on the same page, give them a deadline of when you want to have the stagers come in and transform the property. Um, You may need to reach out to your team of experts to see what everyone's schedules look like um, and book around that. So typically we like to go on the stagers, but then if you're, if, if it requires a bigger job, like painting and all of that, then you may need to reach out to your painters, see what their schedules are like and see when everybody can come in. But It's really good to get on the same page as everybody and really lay it out for them. Um, There's a couple of things that you can do. This is the listing proposal that you should have sent um, right after the listing presentation, just to give them an idea of who you are, what the process is gonna look like. So for example, a consultation, gather information, like decluttering and all that kind of stuff. Um, You can calculate your proceeds. So calculate your commission, all the different costs it's gonna be for each thing to prep the home. Um, what your job is, uh, talking about the pricing, the home, how to prepare the home. So this is where you could give it to them to teach them different things to clean, depersonalize, declutter. So these are just a list of things that they can be doing to prep as well. Um, We talk about the offers and then also like a checklist for what to do when they're getting ready for showing. So all the different things, turn on the lights, turn off the TV, look around for clutter, take the trash out. Yada, yada, yada. So there's a nice checklist there. So this is a pretty fancy way um, to do it. The other thing that you may want to pop up is more of like a, a calendar. This is a very basic one. Again, I've got the links to all of this stuff for you guys as well. So you will have access to all of this. So on here, once it loads for me, I'm going to cancel some tabs as we go. Okay. So in here we also come up with a plan of action. So we talk about the price that we may consider um, just to give them an idea. Again, we put TBD depending on the day. So it depends on what properties hit the market, uh, what's going on in the current situation. You give the jobs for the sellers. So their job is to declutter the place and do things that the staging consults um, told them to do, and then gives them a timeline of when they should have the property done by um our roles as the agents and then talk about all the different things that you guys are going to be doing behind the scenes and then of course what the office admin roles are as well so what they're going to be doing to book appointments so this is just going to summarize everything that you guys have probably already talked about um and just really putting it on one page, two pages and just summarizing everything for them so that you guys are all on the same page. So how the communication's going to be Uh, and then the goals of the offers as well. So again, so that you guys all know that on paper, you guys are mentally on the same page. It's nice to have this extra checklist. We even go as far as sending a calendar. So give them their homework. So pack and prep, pack and prep, uh, the staging consultation, pack and prep, and then last day to pack and prep, last minute items plus cleaning, staging and photos, which we'll talk about. And then you're live on MLS and then it goes through everything until the offer date. So if you can get creative, send them a calendar of everything and how it's going to go so that everybody's on the same page. We're all on the same team. And then they feel like you're on top of it as well. So taking that extra step, um, if you do this, let me know in the comments. And if you don't, I'm interested to know too, because I don't know how many agents are doing this, but I think it's a great thing. Um, just to keep your clients communication plan. And again, make sure you're all on the same page. Perfect. So I will have the plan of action samples here for you guys as well. Okay. So small home projects. So your clients may need to do some small projects around the home that was recommended to you and, or the stagers. So you may need to do some small projects such as painting, Uh, electricians may need to come in. You may need some plumbers, general contractors, landscapers, if you're dealing with an estate sale or senior clients, you may need to hire an outside company to maybe do some auctions for the furniture to clear out the home. Uh, they may need to store some stuff. You may have asked them to get rid of a lot of furniture, a lot of stuff. So you may need to get a storage unit, um, organized waste removal, home organizers. Now I'm not necessarily saying that you guys need to pay for any of this stuff. Um, I do recommend that you put that back on the clients because at the end of the day, it's still their home, but if you don't already, I always recommend as an agent start networking with all these different types of trades people, because it's very impressive when you are working with sellers and they're like, yep, I need to do this. Uh, do you have a painter? It's a very common question. Do you have a painter you recommend? Do you have a plumber you recommend? Do you have an estate sale auction? So make sure that you have at least these um, team of experts really in your back pocket, because they may ask you to recommend it. You may even be doing the organizing of all of this and being the person that's communicating to book the painters, book this, and you're going to stay in contact and then get them to pay for it. But I think everybody needs to have at least a team of expert of one of these categories for all of your listings. And I would recommend having one on the east end. So if you're working out of Durham, and I would also recommend having a Toronto person. So maybe two of each of these. So everybody needs to have their guy. Okay, so once the small home projects are complete, the house is ready, your clients have done all the prep work, you've hired, it's ready to go. I would then um, hire some cleaning services. So up to your clients and also up to what package you would also uh, negotiated with your clients, which again, we'll talk about. Um, But once the prep once done, you may decide that you wanna hire a staging, or sorry, a cleaning team um, to do this right before the stagers come in. So this is just going to make sure it's, uh, everything's tidy, um, to the standards that you would like. Um, it's also a nice thing to add, especially if you've got a young family, who's got kids, they're busy or senior clients. They put in all of this work to prep the home. It is a nice thing to just offer like for a cleaner to come and be like, you guys have done enough. You guys sit back and relax. I'll send in some cleaners. So again, depends on what package you did, but I would also recommend having a cleaner at your fingertip as well. Um, just as an extra added service for them. Okay. So now we're going to talk a little bit about staging. So once the home has been fully prepped, it's been cleaned, it's now time for the stagers to come in to ensure that the home is presented in the best way possible. So you may be doing a vacant home stage where you cleared out all the furniture, or maybe there was no furniture at all. You may be doing a light stage where you're using the client's belongings Um, Or you may do a mix of using the client's belongings and bringing in rental items. So I would do this based off of not only the recommendations of the stager and what they think, but I would also go based off of your client's needs. So if they've got young kids and pets and stuff, you're probably not going to want to do a full out stage because they still want to live in that property. They got kids running around. It's a lot of work to maintain a staged property with the folded blankets and all of that stuff. So go based off of your client's reactions as well. Um, if they're like really overwhelmed with it, you may just be doing like art and fluff and pillows and all of that. Um, but if you've got clients that are leaving for the week, then yeah, maybe you need, you can go all out and put rugs into a bunch of stuff. Um, if they've got pets, this is going to be an interesting one, but I've had cats destroy the stagers, um, furniture as well. So if there's cats, be aware of that your clients may get charged for that furniture. Uh, more recently we had, a client's, um, dog gets sprayed by a skunk and went all over the staging material. And now that's charged back to the client. So be aware of if the client has pets and all of that too, because the last thing you need is an angry client and an angry stager. And then there's a fight about who's paying for what damages and all of that stuff. So, um, who pays for this service? is gonna be part of your negotiations and not all homes are gonna need it. Your stager may even come into the consult and tell you you don't need staging at all. Um, But this is one of my biggest questions I get asked of who pays for it. And I'm gonna say it depends on what what your commission is. So if you're getting paid full commission, yeah, you may wanna pay for the staging and all of that. If they're discounting their staging hard, then maybe you put that back on the seller to pay. The other thing is uh, in the shifting market when homes aren't selling as quickly, um, if the home has been on the market for uh, a month or over a month, then the stager will also charge an additional fee to keep that furniture there because now you're holding back their inventory. So they may charge you 75% of the cost if you go into a second month with the furniture. So these are things to take into consideration when you are selling a house in a shifting market. So you may offer to have the sellers pay for it up front and you will pay them back on closing, which protects you. You may also get them to sign something saying, I will pay for the staging up front. But if you decide to terminate the listing or for some reason it doesn't sell, then you have to pay me back and give the exact amount, have it in writing. Uh, The other thing is you guys can have packages. So if you guys are talking about staging and they want staging, but they're also want the cheapest commission, I would give them like three different options. So maybe 2% includes, I don't know, just photography. If you want to pay me 2.25%, that's going to include... I don't know, photography, cleaning, and you have to pay for the staging. Uh, And then 2.5% would mean I'll pay for staging, I'll pay for photography, and I'll pay for cleaning, and I'll give you the full service. So give them three options. Typically, they may pick that middle one, but give them some options and have in your head what you want when it comes to staging and all of that. And if you need to call us for sure uh, before making that decision, let me know. Okay. So once the photography, or sorry, once the staging is all complete, the house is all pretty ready to go. Then you're going to have the photographer and the videographer come in. Now, my quick tip would be to book this right after the stagers have come in to ensure that the home is in the best condition. So the last thing you guys want is to pay for all this staging. The family comes home, they sleep in the beds, the kids destroy like the fluff, the karate chop and the pillows. And then you got photographers coming in the next day and it's not in the state that the stagers left. So. I would recommend getting the stagers to come in in the morning and then do your photos around three, four o'clock, depending on how quickly your stager is. That way that you can ensure that the photography is going to be exactly how the stager left the property for you. Now, in terms of photography, we have in-house people here for you. Um, You can go to, it's called homania.com. This is also called Spotlight. So we have a link where you can uh, click on and then you can order your photography and your uh, videography online through us. Um, it's They also create a website for you. And what's even better is the brokerage, we will actually pay for the service up front for you as well. So it can cost about $240 uh, for the full package. Uh, you just have to go to homania.com and order it. Uh, it doesn't want to pop up for me now because... My internet never wants to work (laughs) when I'm live with you guys. But if you guys head over to homania.com, there is a spot for you guys to order the photography through the vendors and they'll send a photographer uh, right into the property. You can choose what package you want. If you just want photos, if you want a video walkthrough, if you want drone photography, you can choose. Again, we'll pay for that up front. So you would just go to this order spotlight um, form and then you can book everything in there. Um, if you need access to your login account, Ginny will have that as well. Okay, so now you've got your videography. You honestly, you guys also have the option to choose your own photographers, your own videographers. So if there's people out there that you guys like, for sure, hire them Hire them out. Um, totally up to you. It's just that extra service that we've got where we've already got a team of vendors as well. Um, and they'll go in and take your photos for you and set up the website. So again, now that we're on website, um, I would recommend that you've got a website design and a virtual tour link, which you're going to be having on uh, realtor.ca for the public to see. So you want to have some sort of thing that has additional information about the property that MLS doesn't give us the ability to have. But I would like to see everyone have a listing that has its own landing page using either Homeania Spotlight or through your outside vendor. So a lot of um, photographers are just going to send you the photos. And that's it. There's no website. You just get photos. There's no virtual tour link. So that's why I do like the Spotlight program. You can even hire the Spotlight um, just for this website here and upload your own photos. Totally up to you how you do it. But this is what the website looks like. I think it's very professional. It stands out from a lot of agents out there. It's not just a virtual tour. It also gives a description of the area, the schools, the amenities. If they pull it all up for you, Uh, you can do drone Uh, Photography, you can do Matterport. They'll create your floor plans for you. They'll do photos. I'm scared to touch this because it's gonna slow my computer down. Let's see. We'll try it out. Okay, so they'll do the dollhouse for you, which is like the video walkthrough tour and you can like see the rooms. Now use your sales strategies when you're choosing your packages. Okay, guys. So in a COVID, deep pandemic, we would have chosen to do this Matterport um, tool because we didn't want people coming into the house, right? So we were trying to avoid having too many showings because of COVID. So the more details about the home, the better. In a market like today, when we're struggling to get as many showings as we were, I would say do not do the virtual tour. As cool as it looks, um, it gives too many details so that people don't need to book a showing. So less is more in a shifting market. So I would stick to just basic photos and maybe like a video, quick video tour. But I would just do the photos of it and keep it simple because you want to give a little less details to make them want to uh, book a showing at the property. Um, I don't have the price list of them, but I believe so it's a hundred and I want to say it's like $140 for the website alone. And it's about $240 for the photography and the website. Um, some people choose to hire their own photographers it could be $300 um, to get it onto the website. Um, and it depends. That's for the basic package of just photo. So if you guys decide to do the matter port, I believe it, it's probably around four or $500. Same thing with the drone. They'll add that to it. But the most basic package is only 245 250 So it's, it's a cheaper cost. All right. <laughs> so it, it's a really, it is very cost effective for you guys. So as well. And again, we'll pay for this cost for this uh, platform for you. The other thing is there's a live chat with me box that these guys create. Um, whenever someone comes to the, your listing, maybe you have the rider on your uh, for sale sign, they can actually do a chat with me box. This gets texted right over to your phone. So you don't have to be on your computer. So someone may say, hey, like, can I book a showing? What's the square footage? And you can respond just on your phone. And it looks like you're live chatting with them. If you for some reason missed it, it will email you saying like, hey, there's this person was on there. It may capture their phone number if they were on their cell phone. Um, so it is a good lead generation tool. This is also the website that you're going to present, um, in your listing presentation. It's very impressive when you're going up against another agent, you're like, these are, this is my marketing package. This is the website I'm going to offer you. It gives them their own website, as opposed to putting their listing on your other website with all of the other listings that are happening in the area. So it just gives them that extra landing page, um, to really stand out as well. Um, and you send them this link, they feel really excited about it. Um, it's really cool. So if you haven't, uh, check out homania.com, This was actually just a sample one. So if you guys are actually going, I don't know if you noticed 123 Main Street, if you log into the Homeania one and you want, you don't have a live listing to show the sellers what the package looks like, you can actually just put your MLS number in it and it will pop up your name. And so you can show like the sellers what your package looks like. Okay, so that's the website. Okay, so now you've got your website, you've done your staging, you've done your photography, you've got your website ready to go. Now it's time to do your coming soon marketing as well. So I made that important um, thing. Do not start promoting a coming soon unless you have that exclusive listing signed because it can quickly get taken away from you and that's the last thing we want. So these are just some quick checklist of different things that you guys should be posting for coming soon. So social media post, whether Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever you guys are using, do a post saying coming soon um, with some details about the property. Have a social media story, whether it's you behind the camera or it's just a picture of the house saying coming soon. You can put some music on it. Um, You can do a paid ad as well. There's community and agent Facebook social media groups. So if they're allowed, like maybe you've got a listing in Ajax. Um, there's some Ajax community groups that may or may not allow you to post it, but you could say, Hey, coming soon to our community. So go on social media, um, research the area. A lot of, um, Facebook groups have community groups as well. So if they allow you to advertise, it's a great spot to put your coming soon. Of course, in the Facebook group that we've got, put your coming soon's there. I even left, um, a pin at the top If you've got listings that are struggling right now or you want other agents to advertise, put a link to it um, on that pinned post I have um, so that you guys can have some um, either properties to advertise. Maybe you've got a buyer for it. So whenever you get a listing, stick it on that little um, post that I've got on the top of the Facebook page here. Another place is the Facebook Marketplace as well, which is basically like a Kijiji on Facebook. Um, email blast uh, to your client database or your agent database to say, Hey, I've got a listing coming soon. It shows your sphere of influence that you are actively working. You may also send it to an agent that has a client. Um, You may do some coming soon postcards to the neighbors as well. And I'm going to show you guys some of that stuff soon. Um, We've got a marketing center that you guys can do a lot of this through. You, if you don't want to do any coming soon postcards, or maybe it's too quick, um, I would call the neighborhood. We've got Hoosel for that. So if you guys do have the do not call list that you can call the neighbor, and say, "Hey, I'm a real estate agent. I've got a listing coming up. Just want to give you guys a heads up about it." Uh, or you can take it a step further and door knock the neighborhood. So lots of different things that you guys can be doing um, online and offline to market your coming soon um, properties. And the whole point is not to sell the property off market, the whole point is to show your seller clients, especially if they're on your social media as well, or they're watching you. The whole point is just to show them that you're getting the hype going. You're trying to get some action going before it even goes live on MLS. Um, but it also just shows like if someone's watching you, if they're watching you on social media or you're sending out postcards and the neighbors are seeing, they're seeing that extra marketing strategy that you guys are doing. So whether it sells the house or not, it's a really good marketing strategy for you guys to let people know that what you're doing extra for their properties, and hopefully they'll hire you down the road because they really like what you're doing. Okay, step number 12 is the communication plan. So we did talk a little bit about this. Um, this is when you're ready to go live on MLS. We're almost there. Um, you are going to connect with your clients and come up with a communication plan. So let them know or like ask them, like, how often do you want me to update you? Do you want me to let you know what the feedback is or maybe they want you to call for feedback Um, how do you want the showings to go do you want our admin staff to call you do you want a link online to just accept do you want me to accept do you want auto confirmations so this is a good time to sit down with them let them know what's about to happen you're about to go live this is how we're going to talk and then ensure that you're maintaining a constant and quick communication with your clients during this process so One of the number one complaints that we get from clients is agent communication. So, even if you have bad news for your client, you still need to communicate with them. There's nothing more infuriating than things going wrong with the property, and then your agent's not even there to communicate. So, make sure that you guys are quick. So, this is your one client. If you're at a family barbecue, you're at an event, this is your Number one priority is communicating with this live client. Same thing with your buyers. If you've got a live client, you need to make sure that you're communicating with them quickly. Some of your clients may say, you know what, don't call me unless we've got an offer. In that case, no problem. But figure out how often they want you to talk to them. And I would say have at least a 15 minute callback rule for them um, because they want to be communicated with. They want to know what's happening. They want to know the updates. And we've even seen recently that sellers have fired their agent because they weren't even talking to them. They were responding to text messages like an hour later, two hours later, um, not giving feedback, not even updating them on anything. So it's very simple to keep a client just by responding. Okay, sorry, I don't have an update. Like even if you have no update, let them know there's no update. So figure that out and make sure that you guys are on the same page with the communication styles and figure out, do they want to be called? Do they want to be emailed or they want to be text messaged? Uh, So figure out what type of uh, follow-ups they would like as well. Okay, so now we are ready for MLS. So again, you are going to ensure that all this paperwork is signed. I've got a nice checklist there. The additional one that we want to point out to you guys is the listing activity report. So this is the form that you are going to send to the admin staff, which we'll talk about in two seconds. Um, So uh, you want to make sure you have that done. I shouldn't switch these two probably, but choosing a marketing price. So the day before you go live, check out what listings are live, what is sold, what is expired, and what is terminated before you decide on that final marketing strategy price. Um, In today's market, listing low may not work, listing high may not work. So you want to check out before you pick that price. Even if you met with them a month ago, that list price may have changed. So you're going to talk about this strategy. Um, We have an entire systems for success, which I sent a link to on three different pricing strategies that you must know. So this might be another um, session. Maybe we'll get Claire to do it again for us on how to price a property in this type of market. So I'm going to bug Claire about that. He may be on this right now, but we're going to bug him to do this session for us again. Okay. Now you're ready to broker load to MLS. So you guys um, to get it onto MLS, we will broker load it for you. So you're gonna send uh, the MLS listing agreement, the MLS data form, plus the listing activity report to the front desk admin. So fulton.frontdesk at century 21ca uh, The listing activity report is your uh, showing instructions. So again, do you want uh, Kim to call your clients and confirm every single appointment? Do you wanna do email confirmations? Do you want auto confirmations? So this will give a detailed instruction to them. As well as where's the lockbox located? Do you have a condo? Like, what are the details of where it's located? What's the lockbox code? Is it a key code? Um, is there a cat that you don't want to let out? So, be very detailed on the listing um, activity report um, to make sure that your clients don't get upset to be like, hey, I told you not to let the cat out and the cat got out. So, we need to make sure that the showing agents know exactly uh, what the showing instructions are. And again, for a condo, um, there's also a uh, thing on Broker Bay where you can post a photo of the actual lockbox and where it's located which will really help especially if you guys are doing the condos and it's in some random underground parking okay so once the you've sent it to the admin i would review it and you're live on mls and realtor.ca so If you've never listed a property um, before, um, it's important to note that we go live on MLS, but it can take about six to 12 hours for it to get onto realtor.ca. So if you tell your clients, Hey, we're live on MLS, let them know that it's not going to show up on realtor.ca for another while. As soon as it gets uh, loaded onto realtor.ca, then you will get an email from realtor.ca saying that you are now live. So you can send that link off to your clients as well, just to let them know that you are now live on realtor.ca. Okay, another system that you guys are going to need to download um, is the back end, which is Broker Bay. So, if you have buyers, um, you may use this app once in a while, but it's a phone app and it's a desktop. So, it's a really great tool when you have listings. I'm not going to pop it up this now because this is a live listing that we've got going on. But on the back end, you have all the information. This is what the <laughs> admin is going to see as well. So if anyone calls in, they can answer some questions about the property, but uh, this is where you'll see a summary of all of the showings that are happening, where you can see the agents, the time, you can get their phone number, their email address, all their contact information's there. Uh, Offer's registered. You can click on this and you can register the offer for the agents. You can also change the settings. So do you want to allow the agents to um, register their offer online or do you wanna register it online? Do you want to send a notice to all of the showing agents as soon as an offer is registered or would you prefer only you get notice and then you decide if you want to send that out to everybody so think of the strategy behind this before you decide Uh, but this is where you keep an organized um, situation with the offers Um, and you can see how many offers there are again i'm not going to open it but um, this is like where you're basically summarizing what you're listing, what's happening with your listing in the back uh, any feedback that is sent to you guys, it, it will all be down here. Any documents, if you need to communicate with all of the agents as well, you would click on message agents and you can select which agents you want to communicate with. So maybe you have an offer night, you can send out a mass email saying, Hey, here's the showing ins- or offer instructions for tomorrow. This is how it's going to go. <coughs> if you get any, New registered offers, you can manually uh, message all the agents saying, Hey, I've got two offers. If you get a bully offer, you could also say, Hey, everybody, I received a preemptive offer. We will be now presenting, we'll be moving the cl- uh, offer date up to today at 5 p.m. So, this is where you're really going to communicate with all of the agents. And you can register your offer through here. If you need to edit anything on the listing, you can do that. You can book your own showings on there too. So, get familiar with brokerbay.com. I think it's edge.brokerbay.com, or you can um, watch everything on your phone on the app. So if you want to keep track of all the showings that are coming in, you can have the app um, right at your fingertips. It's pretty user friendly. But if you guys need any help, um, please feel free to let us know, um, and we will we'll walk you through this. I'm gonna delete. Delete. <clears throat> okay. Now we are going to do our Just Listed marketing. So we just did the Coming Soon marketing. Now we're going to do Just Listed. Um, So these are, again, just some quick links that you guys can do it to. So do social media posts, stories, paid ads, community Facebook groups, the agent Facebook group, marketplace, email blast to your database saying Just Listed. Um, Also sending it to the agents. Um, You may want to get Just Listed postcards. Send those out to the neighbors. If you guys are hiring Homania.com, there's a lot of added services to it as well. They will actually create your just listed postcard for you and they will mail it out. Ginny, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, During COVID, they did shut down that service, but I think it's back now. But they'll create your postcards and they'll send it out to the postal code for you. Again, we will pay for that cost for you. Um, So if you want them to handle it all, then you can, they'll send you a template saying, here's your just listed uh, postcard you decide if you wanna mail it out, they'll send you the quote of how many houses are in that postal code. You say yes, you approve the proof and then they'll mail it out for you. The other thing you can do is call the neighborhood or you can door knock the neighborhood as well. If you want some additional marketing materials, uh, you guys have this amazing platform called Online Office. Um, So anytime you guys get a new listing, it will actually create your content for you. So you'll get a just sold um, Facebook post, You can get just sold postcards. These are automatic templates that will pull the photos of your listing and the details from MLS. They'll put your photo on the bottom. There's a just sold Instagram post here, an e-postcard, just sold Facebook. So it's going to do just listed and just sold. If you need feature sheets, um, Homania will create your feature sheets for you as well, um, or you can create them on this platform as well. So this is the online marketing center. Anytime you guys have a new listing, you can click on the listing here and it will automatically pull up all of the marketing uh, materials for you. So again, postcards, there's video slideshows, there's quite a bit on this. So um, I would challenge you guys to go check out the online marketing center um, if you guys need any uh, just listed, just sold uh, documents. (coughs) Sorry. Um, additional just listed marketing sites. So, if you hired Homania, they're going to do this for you. If you did not hire Homania, um, <clears throat> I would recommend putting everything on Kijiji, Craigslist, Reddit, Drove It, Mit- Mitula, Michula. So, these are just additional um, marketing sites that you can put it on. So, the reason I mentioned these sites is because when in a shifting market, again, your clients are going to be on top of you. If you've got low showings. They're going to be more on top of you guys than they were for the last two years. So they're going to say, they're going to Google their address and they're going to find where you're marketing these, they their listing. So it's really important to have it all over the web for them. But again, if you're not skilled at marketing, Homania will do this for you. Okay, now let's say we're getting back into open houses. So I added this um, just last night, actually. Um, You may want to host an open house. If you are a veteran agent and you don't wanna host uh, open houses, we have lots of brand new, eager to serve open house agents. So actually, if you guys are one of them, uh, leave a comment in the in the chat here. If you guys um, are looking for open houses or looking to give away an open house, this is a really great strategy um, for marketing. I think open houses are great. I'm glad they're back um, again, or not again, but an open house guys is not to sell the property. An open house is to help you find buyer and seller clients. It's also a very easy way to um, do prospecting in multiple different ways. Um, th- and I'm going to show you guys a bunch of that now. But um, open house is a really great way. Your sellers may ask you about open houses. If you don't want to do it, just say um, I, someone from my team is going to help you so you can get a new agent to do this. Um, If you are an experienced agent, you do know that this is also an opportunity for you to meet the neighbors, meet some clients as well. So hosting an open house is really a great way for you guys to find clients and a great way to serve your seller clients by showing them that you're going to be bringing in as many buyers as you can. So marketing prep, there's a few steps. So if you are hosting an open house, please, please, please download this Um, You do need to click on manage my profile, which we can show you to advertise this on realtor.ca. And I put important step because it will not get advertised on realtor.ca just by broker loading. The only way to get it to show up on realtor.ca, which is where the public finds it, is to go to manage my profile, which is a link through Stratus. And I'm going to add that link in there um, after this. Um, You also want to add your open house to Broker Bay. So you guys may have noticed on weekends, you may get an email notification saying, open houses this weekend. Um, and you'll see like a few listings. So it's a good opportunity just to show the agents in the brokerage, what open houses are happening. Maybe they've got a client that's interested in it. You want to also post it again on social media, uh, put it on your story, put it on Facebook marketplace, community, Facebook pages. You may want to host an agent open house and invite agents to come on in. Um, you may do open house postcards and door knocks. So the beauty of open houses, like I said, there's multiple <coughs> ways that you can do marketing for this, um, through social media. Uh, you, you'll also be having uh open house, sorry, door knocking and cold calling. These are like three different ways of prospecting plus the open house. So people are going to be coming to you. So if you guys can do a really good job at effectively advertising the open house and bringing people in the higher chance you have of having people come in and getting a client from it. So I wouldn't just show up on open house day, put up your signs, put in your sign-in sheet and pray that people come. I would, if you're going to do the open house, I would do it effectively. So by doing all of these extra promotions saying, Hey guys, I'm hosting an open house this weekend. Um, Come on by two to four Saturday, Sunday. I've got light refreshments happening. So get on there, get on your social media. I've got a lot of brand new agents that are coming to me, telling me that their friends and family are not working with them because they don't have any credibility. They are not experienced. And that may be true. So if you guys start promoting open houses, if you're a new agent, you're looking for buyer clients that are not working with agents coming in, this is a great opportunity to network with the sellers in the area as well, inviting them to come to your open house. And then you're going to update them after the house is sold and say, Hey, like we just sold the house for this price. are you thinking about selling as well? So really great opportunity. And even if you don't get a client from it, it's some great content to be putting all over your social media to show that you are working and that you're involved in selling homes. So again, if you're a brand new agent, there's a lot of real good positives to this, whether you get a client or not from the open house, you're going to get used to talking to people as well. You're going to get used to prospecting, marketing, all that good stuff. Um, Open house materials. So You want to have at least 12 open house direction signs. Um, We have a bunch here at the office. We are actually just rebranding them now. Um, Ginny's working on that for us. But if you need open house signs, we do have some temporary ones in the office or you can get them printed at a local printer if you want to have your face all over it and get some really nice ones. Um, I would recommend doing really light ones, to be honest. I know people have like those big heavy sandwich boards, but this is probably the worst part about hosting an open house is the direction signs and sticking them in the lawns. Um, so make them light and easy for you to just put them in. Um, you're also going to have an open house, uh, sign-in sheet, which we have a sample of, but I've linked it to. So name, address, phone number, how'd you hear about it? Uh, the one thing I would add in there is if they're working with a realtor or not. So, um, you can use this template or you can, uh, create your own template as well, but, uh, make sure you've got a coming or a sign-in sheet. You may want to get some beverages and some snacks, uh, music playlist to have, something that's really welcoming. Um, other materials you may want is just some self promo. Uh, maybe you want to do a home buyer guide, have it on the table, or a home seller guide. The other option is to have these in digital copies so that you can email it to them right on the spot, but have some stuff there available with some information. Um, I've seen people like branded pens, notebooks, whatever you guys got, uh, bring it. This is your open house. Even if it's not your listing, pretend it's your listing. This is your event um, and have a good time with it. Um, the day of the open house, you want to arrive about an hour early to set up the home. Uh, you also need to put direction signs in. Um, my tip would be, you should have enough, um, signs and great locations enough that if someone was driving casually on a Sunday afternoon, they saw your open house sign. They should be able to go from that main street and get to the house just from following the sign. So make sure that the sign directions make sense and that they direct people right to the home. Uh, The other thing you want to do the day of the open house or a few days before is to go door knock, uh, invite the neighbors to attend, say, hey, I'm having an open house, just want to invite you. Uh, A lot of nosy neighbors get embarrassed to go to open houses, but I feel like if you're inviting them to come, then they'll come more freely and they'll be a little bit more open about being a neighbor. Um, Of course, it doesn't work out for the seller to have the neighbors come in, but it works out on the agent side to start getting the Uh, property out, but you never know. Sometimes the neighbors have kids that they want to move into the area. So sometimes it does work out that they bring in a buyer as well. Uh, Day of, you want to promote this event on social media. Again, let people know where you're at, what you're doing. Uh, When people arrive, you just want to be friendly, inviting. When people get there, um, ask them to politely sign in for security purposes uh, to get their contact information. And if you ever hosted an open house, you know that a lot of people come at the very end of it. So try to stay an extra 15 minutes for just any last minute guests that come. Now, just some safety tips as well. Um, there are some safety things that you guys got to be concerned about. You're, you're standing in a stranger's home. Sometimes you're by yourself and you're putting it out there on the internet for people to come. So make sure that you are also thinking of this on the safety perspective as well. So you want you could invite a colleague to come with you. Or if you don't want to split the leads with another agent, you could invite a mortgage broker to join you and they can also get some potential first time home buyers come in as well. And you can do on the spot, uh, home about ev- or home mortgage approvals. So if you want to bring a mortgage broker with you just to have someone else there with you, um, if you, if there's strangers coming in, let them walk through the home on their own, um, let them do that themselves. If you do decide to tour them in the home, make sure that you guys always walk behind the clients instead of in front of them. You never want to get like locked into a door. So always walk behind them and always have an exit strategy at all times as well. So if you're going upstairs and you're walking behind them, just know like if something were to happen, where would you go? So these are scary things, but things that you guys should be um, aware of. Um, I would also let your loved ones and colleagues know what addresses you're going to be at, what time the open house starts and finishes. Maybe even take it as far as having a GPS tracker um, on for someone to know where your location is. Okay, so after the open house, you want to turn off all the lights, lock up the, the property, unless you're instructed to leave it all on. Go pick up all your directional signs, because sometimes the city may take them if you leave them overnight. In Ajax, you are not allowed to have open house signs at all. So. If you are hosting an open house in Ajax, just know that you can't have direction signs at all. And you can't have those flags, I believe in Pickering at all too. So there are some bylaws as well. Um, But after the open house, once you've done all that, follow up with all the guests that came through the home that aren't working with real estate agents just to get a feel for it. See if they were interested. If they were not interested in that house, see if you can convert them into a client or set up some sort of phone call to maybe talk about their purchase. And maybe you can help them find something else. Um, add all the guests to your database and your communication plans. So get them on a newsletter of some sort so that they're receiving stuff from you as well. And then following the sale of the home. So now um, this is, we're going to stick to the open house stuff. But say the house did sell. You want to follow up with all the guests of the open house and update them on the sale. So even though they weren't interested in it, this is just another touch point for you. Another excuse to reach out. Say, hey, the house sold. This is what it sold for. If they're a buyer, you could say, Hey, like, do you, are you looking for something like this? If they're a seller or a neighbor, it may be spark some interest in them wanting to sell. So always update everybody on the sale of the property as well. So again, top producer tip, the goal of the open house isn't necessarily to sell the home, but it's an opportunity to pick up new buyer and seller clients. <clears throat> okay. Now that was like an in-between thing with the open house. So now that the house is on the market, let's get back to like the showing agents. So anytime an agent shows the property, I wouldn't have given you guys this advice, um, a couple of years for the last two years, but I would call and text all of the showing agents for feedback the day after they're showing. So just give them a call, shoot them a text. Uh, I find text message people respond to way better, but send them a text, say, Hey, thanks for showing my listing. Just want to know what your feedback was from your clients. So Relay any feedback that you receive to the seller so that they know what the buyers are saying about the home. So if they say the home smelled, you can change that. If they said, oh, um, the, the yard was too small. Well, those are things you can't change, but they may give you some good feedback about things that they can change um, about the home. And that's good information for your clients to know just so that they know what the, the buyers are saying. They're the ones that are gonna be purchasing the property. So in the hot market, um, we would not have called for feedback because that would have shown desperation. Now that we're in a shifting market, we need to go back to calling for feedback because now we need to build relationships with the agent to kind of get them to bring in an offer for us. So building relationships with the showing agents is now a good thing for us as listing agents. Um, Always respond to any inquiry. So if a buyer's agent calls you um, that showed the property, make sure again, you're responding within 15 to 30 minutes. Pretend that you're a buyer's agent. Know those things that annoy you when a listing agent doesn't respond to you, doesn't give you any feedback, does not talk to you. So make sure anyone that calls you, texts you, emails you about the property, you give them a call within the last 15 to 20 minutes and follow up on what they're um, what they're inquiring about. Always do what's in the best interest of your seller. So for example, if you get some calls, you're gonna get a lot of calls being like, what's your client's expectations? <clears throat> um, what do you guys wanna sell for? In this type of market, you do not want to tell them what your clients are looking for. So when they ask you certain questions, your job is to represent the seller's interest. So don't give them the answer right away. I would just say, you know what? We don't know what the house is worth. We know the market's shifted. We're letting the buyers decide what the property's worth. So even if they tell you, oh, well, my client can only afford this, say, great. That's a great price. Bring them in. So... Your job is to get as many showings as possible and as many offers on offer night. So in this market, do not give up what price you guys are looking for because it's going to work against your client because we don't know if we're going to see those high prices that the sellers are expecting. So make sure that any inquiries about the price is kept very vague to get them in the door. Say, yep, we'll we'll work with anything at this point, get them in the door. So anything that gets clients in the door and gives you offers, keep that best interest in your seller clients. Um, And again, update your clients at least once per day or as per the communication plan. Now handling offers. So congratulations, Um, you now have an offer and you're ready to negotiate on your client's behalf. So we're going to be doing that in our next session. Um, Focus number six is going to be all about handling offers and negotiating for your seller's behalf. So that's an entirely different session. So we're going to talk about what to do um, once you get that that offer and how an offer night is going to look. So the house is sold. You did all your marketing, you prepped it, all the good stuff. So as soon as you have an accepted offer with deposit in hand, now you're going to email all of your signed paperwork to the deal admin, um, c2mpf.deal at century21.ca. So you're going to be sending in a transaction report. Uh, This is a different one. This summarizes basically everything about the the deal. So what the price was, what the commission is, um, has a checklist of all the um, documents you need, and then the lawyer's information. So Our deal admin isn't necessarily gonna go through all the paperwork to figure out what the end commission was or what the end price was. So make sure you leave the summary there um, in full detail so that we can quickly input everything and get everything off. Note, it is important to submit paperwork as soon as possible so we can send it to the lawyers and so you get paid. So a lot of agents like to send it to the lawyers on their behalf and they think that's good enough. But we also as a brokerage need a copy of every single uh, deal that you do. If we don't have a copy of it, you can't get paid because we don't know what deal you did, we have no idea. So make sure you get this in as soon as you do the deal. Um, at minimum, we need it like three weeks before closing because there's the title search and we want to make sure we get everything off to the lawyers. And there's other extra documents that we also send to the lawyers to make sure that you get paid. So there's commission statements and everything. So please, please, please send in all of your paperwork. There is an important part of it that we do on the back end for you guys. Okay, so then the property's sold. So now you can order, order your sold rider. So again, you may have your own sold riders that you wanna put on the property yourself, but you can also email Fulton.frontdesk to order a sold rider to the property and the guys will print one and they'll go put it up on the post for you as well. And we'll cover the cost of that. And then when you get paid on closing, we'll just take it off your expense. And then client communication. So if you haven't already, add those clients to your database, thank them for their business, Um, ask them for a client testimonial. So send them to your Google reviews page, Facebook reviews page, ask them for a testimonial. As soon as it firms up, um, you've probably heard me say, don't ask for a testimonial after the deal closes, because a lot of things can go wrong um, after closing. So when they're all happy and the deal's firm deposits in, I would ask for a testimonial right away. Uh, Stay in contact with them until closing. So don't just ghost them for for a few weeks. You still want to stay in touch um, about everything. You want to stay in contact with them after the closing and then ensure that you've got a communication and plan for future business. So we want to stay in touch with these guys to hopefully get more referrals from them. And so, yeah, don't forget to call all of your seller clients after the property. And the final step is how to leverage your listing. So now you're going to do your just sold marketing. Um, again, I've got all the different places that you can do this. So you can do your social media posts, uh, community, Facebook groups, um, email blast to your database, just sold to the neighbors to let them know that you sold the property, um, and try to get another listing in the area, call the neighborhood, door knock the neighborhood. So top producer tip is once the sale is done, you want to get another listing in the area. So don't be afraid to promote yourself and leverage off of that listing and try to get another one. So We know how hard it is to get a listing. So if you can start to guerrilla market or farm that area now, let them know that you're an expert in the area and you can do it for them. Your your whole goal is to try to get another listing on that area. So on that, um, go back to that marketing center as well. And you can come up with some postcards, any different content that you need to start promoting the just sold of that listing. And then I've just got a quick uh, listing systems checklist, just like giving you guys step-by-step of everything that we just talked about on one page um so this is all of the stuff that you'll be doing and then we've also got templates for like a quick template log there for everything that we've got and then finally we've got an active client um, checklist so this is everything that you're going to do after the offer was accepted for your sellers uh what to do when the conditions are removed Uh, two days after the deal's firmed up. So you can see there's extra things that you guys can do to really leverage the sale. So you wanna continue the communication um, or like the service that you guys are doing. So you're gonna send congratulations. Um, Here, you may drop off moving boxes, bubble wrap, help them like get some moving um, materials, ask for referrals. Two weeks before closing, you may send them some packing tips or anything that they need to do to arrange for their move. One week before closing, maybe just check in with them. Um, Send them another reminder of the checklist. The day before closing, you may want to call them just to make sure everything's going okay and if they need anything, any help with the keys. And then on closing day, you may drop off a moving day kit, lunch, coffee, coordinate cleaners and keys. And then after closing, you want to make sure that you stay in touch with them. So this is what you're going to do with the client after that offer has been accepted to really enhance that uh, client experience. Okay, guys. So I know it's a jam-packed session. Um, hopefully, that gives you guys an, a little bit of an idea of what's happening behind the scenes um, when you list a property. There, there is quite a bit. So when you guys are doing their doing your negotiations for your commission and all of that, now you guys know. Like, I, I'll just tell a story. Like, I know my first listing, I definitely, um, I definitely dropped my commission quite a bit, and once you start to get into the listing and you realize like how much work goes into it, like that was a a whole whack of stuff that you guys got to do. It makes you not want to drop that commission because there's a lot of things that you guys are going to have to do behind the scenes. So if you've never listed a home before you're brand new with us, um, this is exactly what it should look like to have a proper listing and what you guys should be doing behind the scenes um, in order to get another listing. So Some agents just put the for sale sign up and then they pray that things go well. But if you're showing that you're marketing that property, you're a good person to work with. You're talking to the agents, very friendly. And most importantly, you're maintaining that communication with your client consistently and quickly. You're going to find that you're going to get a lot more business. To be honest, you're going to give a good client experience. You're going to show them that you care. And then that's how you're going to build that referral network um, and try to get another listing as well. So does anybody have any questions for me? Check out this chat. Let me know if you guys have any questions. Yeah, Susan says list to last. <clears throat> uh yep, the list price for the photographer. I know Ginny um posted it. If you guys go to homania.com, um, all the prices will be on there as well. Uh, Where do you purchase a laser? Yeah, you can get them at Costco, Home Depot, Amazon has them. Um, The one I borrowed for that video was a little mini one. Um, I have a giant one, but uh, you can get those laser measures anywhere. Homeania.com. Thank you, Ginny. Okay, perfect. Does anybody else have questions? (laughs) I might have overwhelmed everybody, Um, but if not... So that was uh, focus number five. Uh, Focus number six is going to be about how to handle offers for your seller's behalf, how to run an offer night, um, how to handle multiple offers, and also how to handle just one, what goes on um, when you are doing negotiations back and forth, signbacks, all of that stuff. So I'm going to be talking all about that. I'm going to try to get Claire to come in and also do a pricing strategy session for you guys. I know he likes doing that one. So we'll try to get that one in June as well. Um, Also, at the beginning of June, we have someone coming in to talk about different social media strategies and how to really promote those listings and everything. Um, So I think that'll be a good session for you as well. So June is going to be very jam-packed, hopefully lots of good stuff. And if you um, are interested in seeing any of the other focuses, um, keep an eye out for the link probably tomorrow or Friday, um, and you guys can watch all those sessions and get access to all of the booklets um, for everything yeah, plan of action, you can customize. All right, guys, hope you uh, learned a lot. And as always, if you guys have any questions at all, or maybe you've got a new listing popping up and you want some extra advice, feel free to reach out. We can go through all this stuff with you guys as well. Um, You know where to find us. I'm Caitlin.Fulton at century21.ca. And looking forward to sitting down with you guys again soon. Talk to you soon. Bye.